Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Central Virginia Fishing Report with Ethan Martin at Telltellers Fly Shop. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing great today. How are you doing? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and uh, sounds like between the rain you got last weekend and the rain you're getting right now, uh, you might have to build an ark. Yeah, we might have to. We'll have to get all our boats unhitched, you know. <laughs> um, definitely, water flows everywhere right now are pointing up. Um, all the gauges are. So if you don't know what that means, basically it just means we're getting lots of rain and it is going to be high water, uh, which usually this time of the year is going to bring with it leaves and sticks and mud and all sorts of junk. Um, so makes it a little bit difficult to fish. However, you know, depending on what next week looks like, it, it's uh, still doable. Um, but the James... For sure, I drove by it and uh, stopped actually in the dumping rain to look at it, and it looks awful. So, if you're uh, hopes were to musky fish or smallmouth fish this weekend, that is a uh, uh, you know, in my opinion, if you don't know what you're doing, it's a no go. Um, but yeah, that's lay of the land right now. I mean, it, it's good. We need the rain. We need the water. Um, these fall rains usually are what clean out the river system, get all the dead leaves out. So it's a uh, Sad for you know people wanting to fish this weekend, but it's necessary. Yeah, and you know, interesting too, right? To you know, kind of maybe help folks understand how to read the gauges. And you know, you go to those USGS gauges, and you know, the best way to do it, you know, obviously, well, the best way is to fish it and kind of remember what the flow was, right? But if yep. you can't, but if you can't do that, right, then the trick is, you know, kind of they give you the historical averages, which you can really help you figure out kind of how uh, blown out a particular piece of water is and how long it's going to take for it to clear. Yep. And uh, that's one of the, to your point, it's really hard to know what's high, like too high for you to be waiting in unless you've actually been out and fished it. And so it's one of the reasons why, like right now, we'll just use the, the river that used to be in my backyard when I lived in Waynesboro was the South River. And so for a large part of the year into the fall, it was like 30 TFS, 30 cubic foot a second. 30 cubic foot a second there, like 32 that you would float to, is like nothing. It's like piddly water. It's ultra clear, ultra low. So then you'd get a rainstorm like this that would bump it up to, you know, 180 or 200. And when you have that big of an incline, it would make it nasty brown. I mean, there's just leaves, sticks and everything coming down. But 200 is still a weightable level. So it's one of those weird things because if you have 200 and it's steady, then you're good. But if it's 30 CFS or 30 cubic foot a second and then it jumps up to 200, then you're going to have some interesting conditions. You can still fish it. It's just you're going to have to use different tactics like maybe throw a giant streamer or maybe you're throwing really you know bright and flashy attractor patterns. Um, so – it's still weightable in that scenario. Um, but as soon as you see that gauge climb to like anything north of 300, uh, it is not something you would want to do. I've done it like just to be dumb one time. I fished this out like 700 CFS because, again, it was in my backyard. Um, and, yeah, I wouldn't recommend that unless you have a death wish. Yeah. Well, also, too, so when the water's up, um, it's going to put fish to the edges and it's going to put fish on structure. So that's one thing to kind of think about. and. You know, so that little, little bit of slack water on the sides is a great place to pick up some fish. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and you can see that, too, on, like, 
our tailwaters here. I've seen them in the tailwaters in Tennessee. Like if you get that initial push and the fish are used to it on the tailwaters, uh, then you can just walk the banks almost and catch fish. Um, or back to your point, you can float the river on some of the bigger rivers and just cast streamers to the banks. And so like when it gets to this time of the year, you, you never really know what you're going to get with the higher water because it is scouring out all of that old debris. Um, the spring higher flows are a little bit easier to fish because it's been high consistently. And so those fish naturally just want to get out of the higher flow. So they tend to go towards the bank. Um, so it, fall high water is, it's kind of hard um, to peg fish down on it. So for the most part, you're thinking, okay, well, I just want to go to a smaller stream, but our cooler temps are going to make things a little wonky there. So uh, I know it's nice when the guy from the fly shop says every weekend is going to be a phenomenal weekend of fishing, but uh, for this particular weekend, it, probably won't be absolute lights out um now all that to say is there's probably going to be one person who has a banner weekend and then i'm going to get a phone call but that's just the way it goes yeah so i mean but if you have to play that game right and you've got to go basically fish the top down so you're going to fish small streams then you know the good news is if it's colder you can sleep a little later right um, yep. and you know, maybe plan to fish, say from 11 till about three in the afternoon. And that's going to, you know, one, you get to sleep in and two, you go fish the best time of the day. Exactly. And the bulk of what you're probably going to be seeing is nymphs just dredged along the bottom or streamers stretched along the bottom. You might occasionally get a fish that's going to rise to a midge or a blooming olive or something. Uh, but for the most part, if you're heading out, I would probably just gear up ahead of time with a nymphing rod or maybe a streamer rod, depending on, you know, what, what size of river you're going to go to. Um, and Virginia's weird, especially where we're at here in central Virginia, you've got a lot of options in stream size within like an hour of us. So, um, some people hear me say like bigger river and they're thinking of the James and some people hear me say bigger river and they're thinking of the South river, you know? So it's, it's one of those things, um, the smaller water you get to right now is going to be the one that's more clear. Uh, and that's just the natural way that it goes. So yeah, should be fun. Um, I'll, I'll be in the shop. So, <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, the, the good news is this time of year, you know, is also, you know, one, there's holiday shopping, which is always fun, but also, you know, you like so many other shops, you're putting in place all of your classes for people to not freeze and fish. They're going to come into the shop and learn and stuff. So what do you got going on? Yeah, so we've put together our list. We've got our generic just fly tying classes that those are going to be happening twice a month. And then we're also incorporating what we're calling master classes. And basically, this is where we're just bringing in a guide. And that's also going to be once a month on Saturdays. Um, so we've got a couple different guides. The dates on some of them are still to be determined. But the one that's happening closest to us is... The generic one, fly tying class, which is Thursday of this week. And then the next one is December 3rd, which is Matt Miles. And he's talking about nymph fishing, which is uh, something near and dear to pretty much every trout guide's life. Uh, so he's got some pretty cool techniques. So he's going to break those down for us. He's done this class once before, but it was like three years ago. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun stuff. And then if you don't want to fish this Saturday, we're going to do uh, 25% off all flies and some fly select patterns are 40 to 50% off. Um, so if you got nothing going on on Saturday and you want to come to Lynchburg and see me, 
then uh, there's a reason to do it. Of course, if you can't make it, you can also just buy them online because the sale will also be there too. So fun facts. Yeah, but you don't get a cheesy Western. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, can't come <laughs> see me. Can't get a cheesy Western. So you might as well just come to the shop. Yeah, there you go. And you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media, whatever is easiest for you. And if we use your question, I will send you some Articulate Fly swag. When you're in a drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season. And uh, Ethan, before I let you go, you want to let folks know location, shop hours, and all that kind of good stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. We're in downtown Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, it's a great place to be. There's the James Rivers right in our backyard. There's all sorts of food and lodging. Uh, and of course, if you can't make it down to the shop, you can also find us online at telltellersva.com. That's where you can see most of the products that we have in the shop. Uh, calendar of events, how you can RSVP for events, all that jazz. Uh, and then if you just want to see our day-to-day shenanigans, that would be either Instagram or Facebook. And primarily Instagram is what I use. So a couple different ways to get in contact. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, Ethan. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>